Welcome to Female Empowered, a podcast for female fitness and wellness professionals and business owners looking for real talk about the ins and outs of our industry. I'm Krista Gurka, an accidental entrepreneur turned CEO of a multi-million dollar health and wellness business. In this podcast, I'll be sharing expert insights and having real conversations about what it means to show up, thrive, and of course, get paid. We'll talk about what works, what doesn't, and what really happens behind the scenes of a client-based business. Also, you can take away advice and actionable steps that help you become a more successful and confident business owner on your own terms. So let's dive in. Hey, hey there. Welcome back to another episode of Female Empowered. I'm your host, Krista Gurka, and I am super excited about today's episode. All right. I, if you have followed me for any length of time, um, whether it be on Instagram or in person or heard me present, um, you know, I can get on, I'm quite opinionated and I can get on some soapboxes. And this topic today is one of those soapboxes. So I will just preface this by there is a possibility I may throw an F-bomb from time to time during this one because I'm pretty passionate about this topic. So if you're listening with your kids in the car, I'm giving you forewarning. All right. So today's episode, we're going to talk about the problem with charging what you're worth. Now, if you're listening, how many times have you heard this? If you've been in business for any length of time, right, you've probably had someone tell you, you have to charge what you're worth. Well, first of all, what the fuck does that even mean? What does charging what you're worth even mean? How do you know what that is, especially if you're just coming out? The truth is, this is usually always part of a larger conversation about pricing. It's usually between someone who may or may not be making a sustainable living from their business, or they feel like they've been taken advantage of by clients, friends, colleagues, Or maybe they're a coach that thinks they're actually helping you and someone told them or they heard it on the interwebs or they read it in some Instagram or Twitter feed, charge what you're worth, right? But the message is that if you're not charging what you're worth, you're not charging enough. Well, how do we know what is enough? Who's to say? Who determined that factor? Who determined what your worth actually is? Is your worth dictated by how long you went to school? Is your worth dictated by the amount of letters behind your name? Because let me tell you, I know some people that have half an alphabet suit behind their name and they're not worth shit as practitioners. All right. So there is a huge, huge fundamental flaw with this adage, charge what you're worth. The problem with charging what you're worth is that you are tying your pricing to your own personal value, not to the value of your work, but to you and what you are worth to the world, what you are worth to the customer, what you are worth as a person. And there is nothing that can be further from the truth than valuing who you are as a person with what you charge for a service that you are providing. There is little really in life that is more damaging to an entrepreneur's psyche than tying income to personal worth, because most of us do that from the get-go. 
being self-employed, being an entrepreneur is challenging enough without having your business success or failure, by the way, be a metric that determines your value as a person. So many of us cannot separate our self-worth from our business, right? If, and I'm saying this, one of the reasons it's a soapbox for me is because I did this for so long. And it's one of the things I, I feel made me really unhappy with business. So if, if an employee decided to leave or quit, it meant that I was a bad boss. All right. If someone chose not to purchase my services or buy a package with me, it meant that I was a bad therapist. If someone chose not to come back to my Pilates class, I was a bad Pilates instructor. And then what kind of self-limiting beliefs come from that? I need to work harder. I need to train more. What am I doing wrong? I'm not good enough. Imposter syndrome, all these kind of things that settle in. And it has nothing to do with your self-worth. And it just takes you down this kind of rabbit hole of insecurity that really can wreak havoc, not only on your personal life, but on your business as well. So what happens? Like what, why is charging what you're worth? And I'm, nobody can see me, but I'm putting this in air quotes. Why is charging what you're worth? You know, what we have to recognize is that there are things that are, Let's take, for example, art. Okay. I happen to not be an art connoisseur. I really am not. It's not that I can look at something. I can decide if I like it or not like it basically purely on the aesthetics, but I don't really know that much about art. And I've seen I've seen art in people's homes that has cost tens of thousands of dollars that looks like a kindergartner painted it, but I'm not, but again, something, when people say, well, what's it worth? It's worth what somebody will pay for it. That's what things are worth. If someone's willing to pay for it, I guess it's worth that much. Somebody found value in that object, okay? And so what's important for us is to have our consumers, have our customers, have our clients understand the value in the work that we're offering. But now what happens when they think it's too expensive? We feel worthless. We feel we're a failure. We feel they're saying to us, you're not a good therapist. So I don't think you can help me. So I'm not going to pay for that service. And the truth is it's not that at all. Maybe many times they would not value that service at any price. Oftentimes, by the way, it's not about money at all. And for those of you that are physical therapists out there or some sort of profession that builds, that can bill insurance, How often have you had clients or patients come in to your cash-based facility who you know gets their hair done three or four times a week, gets their nails done, drives an expensive car, they have the money, but decide not to go with your services, It's they just don't value it. It's not that they don't value you. So it becomes not about the money at all. It just becomes about what they value and what they don't value. Because on the flip side, there's plenty of people that cannot afford it, that maybe don't have the disposable income, but do see the value in what you're offering and will find a way to have it to be able to pay for it. So when, when you're offering somebody your product or your service, what you have to think about, or at least what I started transitioning my mindset to really think about is that they're telling me that it's not worth the price to them at this time. They're not saying no to me as a person. It's not about me, right? 
It's that they don't value it. So maybe what I need to do next time is presents how much more valuable this service could be. So let's take, for example, let, let, let's just go back to like the physical therapy example, right? So I own a cash-based practice. A lot of listeners own the, out their own cash-based concierge practices where people pay out of pocket. Now, the way that we kind of explain this to our patients that come in, especially when they come in the first visit and people say, do you take insurance? Well, we're out of network with insurance. And here is basically the two options that you have. You can come here for X amount of dollars. Let's just say a hundred dollars. Cause it's an even number. We generally see people once a week, right? And our average lifetime, you know, caseload or plan of care for patients is four to five visits. So that'll cost you anywhere between 400 and $500. When you go to a traditional therapy place, you have a $50 copay on average. They see you two to three times a week. So that's $150 a week times four. Okay. So now you're talking $600. So the way that I say it is if, if you're if it's more important to you that you get reimbursed by your insurance, then I'm happy to refer you to this location. I have a couple, you know, referrals for them that's it, that are in network with them. If what's more important to you is to get better faster and with less amount of time, because we're actually to save you money and time, right? Here's what I can guarantee you. I cannot guarantee you at this point that you'll get reimbursed by your insurance. Maybe, right? But what I can guarantee you is that we probably will be able to get you better in four to five visits, which will cost you four to $500 and save you, right? In half the amount of time that it does in a traditional therapy place. So do you see the difference? It's not about me as a professional. It's not about my team as a professional. As a female movement, healthcare, wellness, or fitness professional, you know how to work in the clinic, studio, or gym with your clients to help them feel and move better. But do you know how to market those services so you can help more of those people? If not, what you really need is a plan, a plan to build your business. And that's where the 30-day Build Your Biz Bootcamp comes in. This bootcamp is a live virtual training that offers 30 days of strategic advice and actionable exercises for your movement, healthcare, wellness, or fitness-centered brand. It's designed to help you help others. I'll be working with you in real time to make sure you understand how to execute your plan just as much as how you understand the strategy behind it. So that at the end of this bootcamp, you can rinse and repeat the same process over and over again. At the end of the 30 days, you'll not only have a marketing plan that works for you and your specific business, but a plan that is easy to execute. Go ahead and learn more about everything we cover in the bootcamp and get on the list to join today by visiting www.kristagurka.com bootcamp. So here's a simple fix that I like to say to people when they then say, well, what should I charge? Okay. As you set your pricing, ask yourself these questions. How much time will this product or service save the customer? What is their time worth? So let me give you an example of this, that I just started doing this this year or last year. 
And I don't remember what book I read it in. I wish I could remember, but my memory is really bad. But anyways, my time, let's say my time is I charge $200 an hour for people to work with me. Okay. If, if it's, if I have to return something, for example, and it's going to, what the value of that is, is less than $200, but it's going to take me two hours to go to the store, return and come. I might choose, well, I'm just going to work that hour because what I lose to return a $25 item might not be worth it to me. Okay. So if you do concierge physical therapy, what you're selling them is convenience to be able to go to them. They don't have to spend the time or the money to leave their office, right? So what is their time worth? And that's how you have to present it to them. What is their time worth? Okay. So another question, how much money will they be able to make or save had it not been available to them? Otherwise, same example, they don't have to travel to your office. Or if they're seeing you, you only have to see them once a week. They save a whole other hour. How much joy will it bring to them? Will they be able to walk their grandchildren down the aisle at their wedding or dance with their grandchildren at their bar mitzvah? Those are the kind of things you actually can't put a price tag on. Those are the things that are priceless. All right. The other way to to look at your pricing is very objective. What is it that you want to make at the end of the year? Do you want to make $100,000 at the end of the year and you want to work 48 weeks a year, take four weeks off? All right. That's 100,000 divided by 48. That means you have to make just over under $2,100 a week. Say you want to see 25 patients a week. That means that at the minimum, you need to charge $83 a patient, a client, a session. If you're teaching classes then, and you have four people in a class, you need to sell each session for $22, as long as you're getting your classes full. That is a much more objective way of setting your prices than saying, charging what you're worth. Well, I am worth this. Well, who determines what you're worth? Okay. So when you really reframe worth and see it for what it truly is, your self-worth no longer hangs in the balance and at the mercy of your customers. Another way that I really like to explain it is, and I've used this example before. So imagine you're having at the time of this recording, we're still in COVID. So imagine when you're having a dinner party at your house again, right? And you have guests over and maybe you're walking around asking them if they want a glass of wine or some hors d'oeuvres and you walk up and say, you know, oh, pigs in a blanket. And they say, no, thank you. You're not going to get upset that they don't want pigs in a blanket. You're just going to say, okay, no problem. Right. And maybe you come back in an hour and they say, oh, I'll have one now. So I like to use the term no means next opportunity. They're saying no, not now, not no, not ever. So when I tell people about my pricing now, or I have staff, or this is the pricing that's at the studio, and we say, you know, so here's a package. This actually will save you a little bit of money. If you want to go this way, you can always go the pay as you go. You know, you can do single one class at a time. Which one 
works better for you. And if they say, let's just go single session, I'm like, eh, not a problem. And if, if they say no, my feeling is they're just saying no, not now. Maybe they come back a month from now. Maybe they come back six months from now. All right. And that's why it's important to have follow-up sequences available. So you stay top of mind, front of mind for your clients. So what I would really encourage you to do is just change the mindset around charging what you're worth and having your self-worth tied to your failure or success as a business person. You'll find it much, much easier to determine a price based on objective data and what kind of value you add to your customer's life. And you'll be able to stand behind that price when someone questions it. And if someone can't afford what you're offering or doesn't see the value at this time, they're not the right customer for you. Move on. It's not a reflection of you at all. It's a reflection that they do not see value in the service you're offering, not at all in you. There is no amount of money that accurately reflects your worth as the unique, the talented, the amazing, the genuine, the authentic person that you are. So today I invite you, I encourage you to stop. And again, I'm having air quotes here, charging what you're worth. All right. I hope you bared with me for this. I'm sorry if that came across as a little intense. I do really, really get kind of, um, I get, I'm a little bit passionate about this because I've seen too many business owners tying their self-worth to their success or their failure as a business owner, or even as an individual practitioner, if someone chooses to go somewhere else for services by saying no to this person or by them saying no to you, you have more opportunity to open up yourself, your time for things that really light you up and for the right customers to come into your life. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, I'd love to hear from you. You can shoot me a DM over on Instagram at Krista Gurka. And I look forward to chatting with you on our ne next episode, everyone. Have a great day. Bye for now. Hey there, before you go, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Female Empowered. If you liked what we covered today, please, it would mean so much to me if you could leave an honest review for the show. This really helps other women find the podcast and lets me know that I'm sharing helpful information with all of you. If you want to get even more insights and find resources to help you market, streamline, and grow your service-based business, you can visit my website at kristagurka.com. Follow me on Instagram at kristagurka, that's C-H-R-I-S-T-A-G-U-R-K-A. And be sure to DM me or leave me a comment so I know you like what we're sharing. See you all next time.